0: Welcome to the very first episode of Loving Bitch Slap from the Universe. In today's episode, we're going to be exploring how to overcome your limiting beliefs and allow yourself to pursue everything that you've ever wanted to achieve in your life. To celebrate the launch of this podcast, I'm giving away a digital bundle that you can download for free, which contains so many useful resources to help you to manifest better. And I'm giving this bundle away to the first 111 people who do the following. Step one, follow this podcast hit the follow button so that you never miss another episode step two take a screenshot of this podcast post it on your stories and of course make sure that you tag me on instagram otherwise i'm not going to be able to see it and send you your bundle you know what i'm saying i'll put my instagram handle down in the show notes so you know who to tag if you're one of the first 111 people to do exactly that i will personally send you the link to download this mega digital bundle for free So hit follow, upload to your story, tag me in it, and I will be speaking to you in the DMs. So Penilla, you are my first ever guest on this podcast. And I can't think of a more perfect guest because this podcast is gonna be about personal development, manifestation, self-care, wellness, and how all of those things are combined. And I feel like you embody All of those things, you are super fit. Like I don't think I've ever seen anyone with as good abs as yours. You're stunning, you've followed your dreams, you've moved to LA, you're dancing, modeling, but also you're more than that. And I love how now through your content more than ever, you're delivering so much value. Like every time I watch one of your videos, you motivate me and shift my perspective. You've got this podcast about challenging the norm. You're just the full
1: package, girl. <laughs> oh, Lucy, thank you. I'm so glad to be here on your podcast. This podcast is going to inspire and motivate so many people around the world. So I'm just so glad that first of all I get to be here that you're starting it, and I admire you as a human with all the work and your wisdom and when I am in your presence, I just feel so good. And you just Aww. you keep inspiring me. So thank you for having you. me and for having this chat.
0: I'm so glad that we've that we've met each other that we've become friends. It just feels so good to have other women in my life who are on their spiritual journey, on their personal development journey. And as a content creator, it can be lonely sometimes. So yes. I'm so grateful that we've you know, formed such a nice friendship and we're supporting each other. I feel like everyone needs people
1: like you in their lives. <laughs> I am so grateful to have connected with you. I feel the same. It can be so lonely and having people who have the same passions and uh, that you can just chat to about things that you care about and you can gain new perspectives with. It's just so important. And I actually reached out to you because I saw one of your incredible YouTube videos and I was just so moved by watching that video that I decided to just reach out to you and we've had a bunch of conversations since then. And now we're in this mastermind together as well that you put together. And um, I just wanted to share that because you never know what happens if you just reach out to someone who you feel like in some way connected to in this world that is, you know, can be lonely sometimes. So yeah, I'm totally. feeling very grateful to have connected with you. So true.
0: I'd love this to be an opportunity to get to know you better. Like I've met the panilla who is who she is now with all of the things that you're doing and all of the things that you're being. But I'd love to learn more about how you got to where you are today. You know, you're from Denmark originally,
1: right? So yeah, I I grew up in Denmark as a happy child, but with so many limiting beliefs as to what I was able and not able to do. I really felt like the world looked one way and I always enjoyed dancing and that was like my place of just joy and and being able to just express myself in this creative way. So I was very lucky, I feel, to have had that passion and that led Mm. me to seek other dancers around the world. And eventually, um, after high school I went to Copenhagen which is the capital of Denmark to dance and that widened my perspective of the world of what I could possibly do with my life a little bit because I got to know these successful Danish dancers who had traveled to LA and tried to um, taking dance classes over there and I was like this sounds really exciting I kind of want to try that and um it was first of all it was scary for me to move to the capital of Denmark at the time away from my boyfriend and my family and all that but then after that year of being abroad abroad as in like three hours drive away from my family I flew to LA for the first time for six months I'd gotten a six month uh, travel visa and I moved into this place called home for dancers and there I met wow. a ton of dancers from all around the world who were doing the same thing as me just like trying to see what la was like and taking dance classes over there and their stories and seeing some of these dancers actually having created a career as a dancer which was something i never thought was possible because in denmark um it's very much like as in every other part of the world where you go to school you get an education you get a job and then you Mm. um, build a family and that's kind of how your life is and, and coming to LA and realizing, wow, I could actually just like move here or become a dancer or just like create the life that I secretly dreamed about from watching these movies and like watching like other people, maybe cooler people do, and that if I, um, did what these other dancers had done, then maybe I could start doing that as well. And, and from having that little spark of that idea in my mind, I started, reading self-development books and got into like self-development because when I got to LA I had like I was in the room with all these incredible dancers and I was just standing there feeling like I was the worst dancer that I could not like I had never danced in my life that's really Really? what I felt like even though I danced my entire life coming to LA and yes they were on a completely different level than me but the fact that I couldn't dance wasn't real like I could still dance and and realizing that okay I needed to change my mindset because otherwise I couldn't get anywhere I would stand in the back of the room and just like like protect like make sure nobody saw me because I felt like I was terrible so I got into self-development and realized that I could change my belief about myself and I started doing that within dance and then at one point I was like I've always wanted to get in shape I'd always tried to change my diet change my workout routine I wanted to you know get into shape and I'd always just come up with all these excuses and um, I realized looking back that I'd always had this limiting belief as that said that I was normal. My fitness abilities were normal and I realized that that held me back because that kept me in this um, mindset as when I set my goal. okay now I'm going to get on this fitness track. Like now I'm going to get in badass shape. I had this deep down desire that I wanted to get in badass shape. But then because I had this belief as in like, eh, no, you're just normal, that would lead me to not go to the gym, skip when I had promised Mm. myself to go or eat that chocolate that I knew. I didn't really necessarily want that to be my routine eating chocolate every night. But once I was like, no i need to do this for myself i need to commit and now that i'd realized that i can change my mind and that will change the outcome in my life i decided to go all in full out get in the badass shape that i wanted and through that process of challenging myself and really shifting my mindset and working really hard and and committing to myself having this bigger vision and like i can change my my vision of myself and my life if i do this accomplishing that within fitness, I realized that I can do that within all that other aspects, just like I did with dance or with fitness. And now um, with like the the life that I'm living today, I feel everything has come from uh, me uh, realizing that I have a limiting mindset and then consciously making an effort to change that limiting mindset and then challenging myself wow. to get there. That was a wow. lot of, a lot of <laughs> rambling on about my life, but... <laughs> It wasn't rambling. It was like a parable, like a story filled
0: with lessons. And the main lesson that I got from the dancing part of the story and then the fitness part of the story so interesting that you didn't once talk about you know the actual techniques of dancing or the actual like abilities of fitness and it was all about your mindset and yes. how you perceived yourself self perception is like yes oh everything that Neville Goddard talks about i don't know if you've ever delved into Neville Goddard some of his teachings are really hard to hear because the language seems really old fashioned but he talks about how we create our life based on our concept of self yeah. based on how we see ourselves perceive ourselves believe what's possible for ourselves so when you were saying about how you had this perception of yourself that you were like an average or a normal level of fitness and then you changed that so what did that actually look like like practically what did you do to change the story about your ability to be a dancer or your ability to become super fit? I
1: love that question. I had to realize that I had a limiting belief and so I would say step number one is figure out what is my limiting belief and then realizing okay what is the the belief that I want to start believing about myself what does that look like and that is for Mm -hmm. me that was I am an athlete. I am a, I was even cursing. I am a beef athlete because that was just so powerful to me. And uh, me saying that to myself every day made me like, when I believe this about myself, I'm going to want to go to the gym. I'm going to want to eat those veggies and and eat that like healthy nutrition. So that was the first thing. The second thing was also setting a very, very clear goal. If you have a very clear vision, I've realized for me, when I have a very clear vision the path in how do I get there is so much easier where when I don't if it's just like oh I want to become healthy which is what I had tried to say to myself previously it wasn't clear enough it didn't lead me to take clear action and um know the kind of person I wanted to be to get there so for me at the time I wanted to do fitness modeling that was like a big goal I had I wanted to get with mm. Wilhelmina Models and so that was like the clear uh, goal and because i had that clear goal i could then figure out okay what does my day today actually need to look like for me to get there and mm. so i think those two things are super important and then practicing being kind to myself if a day doesn't go like as planned and knowing that there are setbacks like there's no like with every single journey there's going to be setbacks but it's not about what happened the day before it's about how do i take care of myself how do i adjust my plan how do i speak to myself in a way that encourages me to keep going um
0: yeah yeah i think that's wow. super important this affirmation that you used, I am an athlete, suddenly deciding to see yourself as an athlete. I mean, when I look at you now, I see. I, I, my first impression was like, wow, this girl's an athlete. So oh, clearly, you. you know, you've embodied it to such a point where now you are that. I yes. guess it started with you telling yourself that before you were like that, and um, then you, you moved forward day by day, day by day to become that. But yeah, you you were touching upon that briefly because in terms of like how not every day is perfect and sometimes you lose motivation or things don't go to plan. I feel like with affirmations, either they can, you know, there's these amazing stories of people who totally change their identity or what a lot of people find, I know I do sometimes, is you tell yourself, I am this, I am that. But It's one thing saying it, and then it's another thing believing it. You know, sometimes I say affirmations and I don't believe them, or, you know, to make the statement, I am an athlete, and then to live as an athlete for at least enough of the time for it to turn into your reality all those micro decisions waking up at a certain time deciding to commit to your workouts choosing what to eat like how did you maintain it not
1: necessarily 24/7 but for enough of the day yes to thank you it. for thank you for um getting into that point because what i forgot to say is something that i made sure to do every single day and that i still do now and different depending on what area of my life i'm really focused on developing within right now but that was every single day whenever I was cleaning getting up in the morning at night before going to bed was surrounding myself with and when I say surrounding myself with I mean listening to watching reading um, all of these humans who are doing that thing that I want and that can be something as simple as watching and now we're talking about athlete, but like an athlete's YouTube channel, seeing, okay, what does their life look like? Getting really motivated and inspired by that. Or when I woke up in the morning listening to Tony Robbins so he could like cut through any of the excuses that I was telling myself because those like still come up always. Every day there's going to be excuses and all excuses are valid. That's important. Yeah my excuse is mm. valid, but is that going to make me stop actually going to go to the gym even though I've had a 16-hour workday? Um, like, mm. am I, am I going to do what these really successful people within this field of life are doing or am I going to stay stuck where I'm at? But really getting inspired and motivated by these people has helped me so much. You know how they say, like, you become the person you surround yourself with? And totally. I really, I really think I didn't have any friends who were like athletes let's say or like I didn't have any who had the same mindset as me at the time but I so like the five people I surrounded myself with even though at the time I was like living in a a, an apartment with other people but the people I was surrounding myself with was these people who were talking to my ear every day because I just listened to it nonstop. and um yeah I I wow. my closest friends were those people who were living that and I just think um that was cuz a lot of us um myself included are like how do I find a mentor like you know everyone's talking about find a mentor find a mentor Yeah, and I never really knew how to do that but I what I realized is I found my mentors and those became my friends even though they didn't know who I was and that was just that was like the reason I I was able to make it happen cuz I needed that constant motivation cuz Changing up any pattern, any habit in life is so hard. It's it's just such a challenge. So we have to really encourage ourselves and get as much support as we can from, from everyone and everything around us as we can so that we succeed. Wow. I mean, what a blessing
0: that we live in an age Absolutely. where you can yeah. tap into mentors virtually. You can create a reality for yourself like you did where you're spending the majority of your time with Tony Robbins and professional athletes in a virtual realm but in terms as far as your brain's concerned it doesn't make a difference whether they're in the same room as you or influencing you through a screen or through your headphones it's still dominating your way of thinking yeah I mean we're so blessed like just a few decades ago people didn't have access to what we have access to in terms of the people that you're surrounded with so easily and for free
1: yes it's it's such a gift a lot of people share how they maybe are not very grateful for the social media world going on but i think it's a matter of how am i using it because to me it's a gift to you like you were sharing is a gift and it's really like using it in a way that is is beneficial to us and maybe unfollowing some of the accounts that aren't giving us that inspiration motivation that we need and following the accounts that are giving us those things that are useful for us in our life.
0: Yeah absolutely so you mentioned Tony Robbins I think I saw in one of your videos that you actually attended one of his I don't know whether it was a virtual event or a physical event but you've had quite a bit of mentoring from tony right
1: as as in yes he doesn't know who i am definitely not but i have been following him for years and years and i took him during COVID. he's been doing virtual events so i have i took one of his virtual events and oh yes can highly recommend if you're at a stage in your life where you feel stuck or you just feel like you're you need more then either just listen to one of his videos on on youtube or go go to one of his events. It's, it's, oh my gosh. I, so when COVID hit, I started listening to him very much because I had just, I had made a vision board and literally everything on the vision board had come to life. And one of the things on the vision board was that I wanted to make 10K a month. And when I put that on my vision board, that was like, as if that's ever going to happen. And then it happened And then COVID hit. The job included a lot of traveling. And so after a few months, the job was no longer. And Mm. that was such a blessing because when I lost a job, I was like, what am I going to do with my life? Because up until this point, I had been dancing, modeling. I'd had a bunch of jobs in Denmark, but I wasn't able to do that on my work visa in Germany the US and I just didn't know what I was going to do but that was just such a blessing in disguise because when I lost that job that job that would pay me the amount of money that I had put on my vision board which was crazy I was of course upset but that challenge forced me to find a way to make this bigger dream for my life happen and that's when I really just went all in. And I created ebooks and I created like a little bit of a course and really built my social platforms. Went all in and just um, that's when my channel started to take off and today I get to live a life that is like oh my gosh i'm in love with it i i love every single day waking up and and being able to do the things that i do um i forgot what your question was but this is just (laughs) such a great reminder for myself when i remind myself of this how whenever we get something that we want it and then something happens a challenge gets in the way or um maybe we don't get that thing that we wanted that i just so believe that there is a reason for it like there is a reason why that challenge has come in the way and that we can be upset about it or we can ask ourselves why did this happen and I think if we're willing to dig deep enough we're going to be able to figure out what that is and I know that all of us have tried in our life that some challenge has gotten in the way and later today we can see why that was just such a blessing and that that thing happened so yeah I like to remind myself of that often of how challenges are good. I call them detours in the right direction. Yes, yes. And
0: I wouldn't be married to the love of my life today had I not failed my interview at Cambridge University and ended up going to Leeds. Had I not then failed the interviews to get the work placements in Spain that I wanted to and instead ended up going to this other town, that was where I met Jamie. So it was actually from a series of Things not going to plan. Cambridge didn't go to the pla- to plan. My work experience in Spain didn't go to plan, and it took me down a path that I wouldn't change for the world. You know, so it's so true, and you you can't you can't see it when you're in it. You can only mm. see it afterwards. Yes. So all we can do is just remind ourselves of that next time something doesn't go to our plan, yeah. and trust,
1: right? Yeah. And I think daily something doesn't happen the way we maybe wanted to, to, right? Like the small things. And I think if we just remind ourselves to trust, then every day becomes so much more beautiful because it's so easy to get negative into, oh, why is this happening? But if we just stay trusting, then we won't even go there. We'll just keep our good mood and absolutely that's just a gift in life if we can do that because it spreads everywhere if we're in a good mood then the people we chat will be will be in a better mood from it like it's just like this ripple effect
0: speaking of good moods and good energy i i feel like you give good energy by the boatload. Like every time I see any of your content or we jump on a call, you just radiate good energy and you seem like such a happy and positive person. And of course you're a human being, which means that you also have other emotions. And of course you have your, your tough days and everything, but is it something that comes naturally to you or is it something that you've practiced and cultivated or is it a little bit of both?
1: I think it's a mix of both. I think I've always been a happy kid, but I've also struggled with a lot of judgment for like judging myself, which means I've been putting that judgment onto others. And sometimes I've put on a face and like smiled, but Mm. the last years, the last seven years, I have really worked on my mindset and becoming aware every time that there's any negative emotion um even though maybe it wouldn't show that i solve that within myself and move into a better state a better feeling flow and and yeah it's a daily practice i journal every day and i meditate every day and that really really helps me because um also just like what is my intention With what You you were saying that you feel like I I radiate good energy out. And my intention is first to feel good within myself because when I feel good within myself about myself, about my life, then I think that what I put out there will radiate that. Mm -hmm. And really being clear on what is my intention with this thing I'm putting out. Is my intention to just do this trend so that I can get a million views or is it actually to to help the people who are watching it. And Mm. I I really try my best to always be intentional about that. And I think it shows. Yeah, hopefully it does. does. And I, I can see if I'm having an off day and I film anyway, like I can see that it's not coming from the right place. And then I would rather wait till I'm in a good I mean actually on my YouTube channel I always share like if I'm if I've gone through something like I I share if I've been crying or something because I think that's important as well to show that I'm not always like happy that I go through those things as well but with when I do that my intention is always to make them feel better about themselves that it's okay to go through these tough times but how do you move out of it how do you make sure to continuously um progress in life and and not let that stop you from going after the things you really want and and just Mm. being creating this good um, life for yourself
0: and I love the way that you share on your YouTube because with so many of your videos you share when things are going great but also when things don't go to plan or when or, or like you did that video about wanting to break your habit of binge watching YouTube. And I just loved how relatable and real and honest the whole video was. And I feel like the more real we are, the more people can
1: really relate to us and and, and
0: learn you. from it,
1: right? I, I really ask myself like what, when when I've listened to other people's stories, what is it that really helps me? And what helps me is when people share, like when ex- experts yeah. share their struggles. Like if Mel Robbins is saying like, I woke up this morning feeling anxious and just, duh, 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 and this is what I'm going to do to get out of it. Like mm. that helps me more than when someone says, if you're anxious, then you should do this, this and this. It doesn't resonate with me personally as True. much. So I just try to figure out how can I do that in my own way. Mm, and you do, you're such a great storyteller. Thank you, <laughs>
0: thank you. So I also want to dig a little bit deeper on how you said that you had created a vision board and everything came true. Are you? Do you think there's manifestation techniques and they work for some people and they don't work for other people? It's not because of the vision board, it's about using these tools, but it's the tools are not the thing that works. It's the person that is the thing that's manifesting at the end of the day, right? So since you're the kind of person who clearly has used a vision board in a way where everything, where you manifested everything on that vision board, are you able to kind of reverse engineer how it happened and why it worked for you and maybe why it doesn't work for
1: others? When I made that vision board, I was in like Uh, completely what can you say like starting over space I just moved it was the first time I had moved into a place where I had gotten my own room in LA because I'd been sharing no I had actually had a room before that but I had it was my first place in LA where I felt comfortable everything every other place was like living in someone's a room on an air mattress or on a couch or I'd got my own room but it was in this like really dirty old apartment so it was the first time I moved into this um place it was also um, at a time where I just felt grateful for mm. everything in my life so I was feeling very good which I think is important that we feel really good um, and I took a ton of action but good feeling action. So I think the fact that I put things on my vision board, I would just reach out to people. I would um, apply for hundreds of jobs. I would um, just like when when an idea came to me, I would just do it. So that was Mm -hmm. kind of the space I was in. Um, And I, this was like in the beginning of like trying to be really good with my habits and like, journal starting to journal a little bit meditating a little bit so I was like trying to work out all these different things and I think that um those growing always makes you feel good I think as a human if we're evolving we're feeling good and I think that me just doing these things that I knew for a long time I maybe should do made me feel really good And the good feeling made me take more action. And the funny thing is that all these actions I was taking weren't really necessarily... It's not like I got a bunch of yeses and like, yeah, let's do... It It it, it wasn't... That's not how it worked out. Most of these things aligned and happened from random external spaces when I was in like a... hmm, I don't need this right now. I feel good. That's when they showed up. So I think it was a mix of like feeling good, being grateful, taking a ton of action without like forcing anything to happen from it, but just doing it because. And and um, just um, trying out new things, like challenging myself a little bit in that way. I don't know if, if that was useful, but I think when we feel the urge to do something, to just do it. Cause I think our minds often make it feel like, ugh, oh, then I have to do that. And then I have to do that. But if we're just like, let me just do it. If we just change our perspective with, you know, it doesn't take long to write an email. It doesn't take long to meditate. It's the thought of like, oh, I don't really feel like meditating right now. So if we just like, oh, let me just meditate right now. If we like change the voice, the, the attitude towards it and just do it, then I think it'll make us feel good and that will just lead us to more good things. I love that.
0: Next time I don't feel like meditating, I'm going to have Panilla's voice in my head going, <laughs> oh, I'll just meditate right now.
1: <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> meditating, actually, when you want to... So something, I, I, I'm sure you meditate on it, like, often, but, but for anyone who hasn't, something that I I do in my morning, because meditation is oftentimes something you don't feel like doing, but mm. it, it what, a habit I've done is... Um, I forget if it's atomic habit that they share this, but how you got to, if you want to start a new habit, you have to attach it to something that makes you feel good so that you both think of that new habit as a good thing, but also you get it done. So when I wake up in the morning, I cannot drink. This is a rule I've made for myself. I cannot drink my morning coffee before I've meditated because I want my morning coffee. And Mm -hmm. it's a rule. I cannot have my coffee if I haven't meditated. So now... There's like no arguments in my mind. It's just like, okay, I got to meditate and then I can go have my coffee. So I think that's um just a good little, for anyone who wants like to start a new habit, attach it to something.
0: That's so good. Do you do that with anything
1: else? Yes, I do. I am, um, this has been on and off, but every time I do this one thing, it makes me feel really good. So I cannot eat my breakfast before I've worked out that is something that because i have just realized i feel so good throughout the day i make i do more productive work um when i work out first thing in the morning and Mm. oftentimes i'll also after having worked out i will go into a creative space and then i'll have breakfast because there's something about once i have my breakfast i i really want to just like sit on my computer and work i really want to just like chill a little there's something that me feeling Mm. like nice and full makes me not want to necessarily go work out as much or um yeah, yeah it just makes me get it done and the same like after my workout i feel in such a good creative space so i just get my tiktoks done at that time because i'm already in that great space so then when i'm done with that i eat a massive breakfast it's really like a breakfast and a lunch combined because i'm hungry at that time but that that works really well for me making that rule and it really has to be a rule because otherwise when i wake up i'll want to like snack or something so it it really is yeah it helps me you know everyone's examples of of that will be different and
0: what Mm. you've done is you've looked at your traits or the things that you get excited about or the things that you look forward to and then used it to attach those new habits you want to build and it could look completely different for somebody else but they've got to look at their equivalence to those examples right yeah
1: yeah it's so different for everyone it really is Mm. yeah I journal in the morning and I know for some people like they got a journal at night. Like, there's people ask like, when should I work out? When is it more effective? Or when when should I eat? Yeah. And what should I like? What should I eat even? Like, it's so different for everyone. But like, paying attention to what do, how does this make me feel? That's just such a good practice because they're everyone. Even like, what should I eat when it comes to like people asking me about fitness advice or what should I do in my workouts? It it that is so much less important than you working out at the time that you know will make you feel best. And oftentimes that's the, we we oftentimes don't want to do it. Like, yeah. but when, when you do it and then you feel good afterwards, like when, when, when in your life have you done it at a certain time where it made you feel get into a really good rhythm when in your life have you eaten a certain diet where you were like feeling really good about your diet when in your life have you um i don't know had a specific sleep routine that made you feel really good for me i'm really strange i wake up at 4 a.m and i go to bed at like grandma time like i i (laughs) and and i know that for most people that's like dumb it's insane and that's just I could listen to that or I could remind myself this is when I feel best I feel best waking up when it's like completely dark out for the next three hours because then I get into my space and that's not gonna work for anybody and the people who want to sleep till 10am for example that if that is what makes you feel your best, then 4 a.m. is no better. Like there's there's yeah. no right or wrong way to do things. It's about like you, and that's hard because we, you know, it's it's hard to. We wanna we look at people and then we wanna be like them, and but we'll never feel fulfilled if we follow other people's versions of let's just say success in these different areas. We will only feel fulfilled if we listen to our own. Own hearts and what we feel the best with, and that will evolve as we evolve. Like I'm not Mm. the same as I was five years ago, so it's paying attention to now and 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 evolving. Maybe trying out new things. I think there's always it's always good to try new things, um, because we learn so much when we when we do that. But um, yeah, listening to ourselves, I think it's important.
0: Yeah, that's so true. It's it's finding that balance between uh you know like we were talking earlier about uh being surrounded by or or you're you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and sort of learning more about what do they do and how do they achieve their goals and how do they feel about themselves how do they think and it's so good to study that but then the other side to it as well is to take that on board and then listen to yourself and apply it to what works best for you as an individual as well, because we're all unique. I mean, I'm a complete opposite to you. I'm the kind of person I've tried waking up at 5 a.m. I felt like I almost died. It was horrible. (laughs) I absolutely hated it. And then I tried 6 a.m. And even that was too much for me. I would be literally falling asleep by midday and feeling super rough. And it just didn't suit my body no and i used to feel like a failure for being someone who genuinely feels their best when they wake up at eight or nine in the morning because of when it's like a doctrine like you've got to wake up at 5 a.m you know otherwise
1: you're you suck you know there's like a lot of that kind of stuff or at least there was on the on the internet it's these trends it's like then you have to be vegan then you have to do this and then you have to like it's just so I'm glad you found out not to do that (laughs) because that wouldn't do anybody any good then yeah you know in all fairness I I do
0: you know I'm blessed or privileged to be in a situation where I have the freedom to be like I am going to choose to wake up at eight or nine because I don't have a job to go to I work from for myself from home so not everybody has that that freedom to choose that or if somebody's working towards a particular goal and they've got to be in a situation for a few years where they've got to wake up a bit earlier to get that shit done you know sometimes that's just the way that it is but generally speaking listening to what suits us best and what suits our routines best is the only way
1: yes I agree
0: Wow. So Atomic Habits, that book is one that I must admit, I've started it and I haven't finished it. That's something that I'm working on at the moment, like being more of a finisher. I find that often I can do 99% of something. And then just at the last hurdle, I witness myself stopping or just taking a break or just feeling like I can't, do anymore. So I'm just going to wait a little bit. And that's something that I'm currently working on
1: overcoming with books. I'm the same. I like, I like to read three quarters of a book, (laughs) but (laughs) like all books, that's just, but I also feel like at that point, it feels like the author many times have said, like the most important stuff, right? But, but we don't know what we're missing out on. I just, think become this. but with fitness, for example, so this is actually a great reminder to both of us that we're doing this. It's like, I don't stop at, like, if I said, okay, you're going to sprint for 10 minutes. I will not stop at nine 59.
0: I will stop at 10
1: minutes because there's something so powerful about keeping the promises we make to ourselves. So Mm. it's, it's a very good reminder for myself that I gotta live what I preach when it comes to reading books, (laughs) because I do it in fitness, but that's something I've taught myself to do. Like it's, right, and it's also, I teach myself to do it because I know how important it is to, to keep the promises I make to myself but when it comes to certain things I'm not I'm not there yet so thank you for sharing that you do that too
0: (laughs) yeah well we we all have our imperfections and our flaws but it's it's a good point you're making because like there's that phrase like how you do anything is how you do everything Mm. right so you know if there's certain areas in my life that I don't finish something but maybe it's just something that doesn't matter like oh I didn't finish emptying the dishwasher I'm I'm saying to myself that doesn't matter but my brain is my brain and if that's a characteristic or a trait or a behavior of my brain currently how you do anything is how you do everything those same traits are gonna show up in more important things in my life as well yes. so that's a reminder for me as well when I think to myself, oh, that doesn't matter. Like, I don't have to finish that because that's not important. It's a good reminder to be like, hang on, it's all connected. Yes, so, that really is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, with with cleaning up my kitchen, for example, I have acid as well. So mm-hmm. I've gotten really much better at that. But yeah, I it actually have gotten like a lot better, but it's still what you said about how we do something is how we do everything is a good reminder Mm. to get even better at it because yeah, that's true. So Thank thank you. So you, you mentioned
0: taking it back to what you were saying at the beginning of the episode about how you changed the way that you saw yourself or changed the, the way that you, told yourself who you are you decided to tell yourself that you were an athlete rather than a normal level of fitness or one of the best dancers rather than not a good enough dancer so what are you currently working on telling yourself now like what's the new identity that is like ahead of you maybe you're still working towards being that person
1: or it's like the current focal point of your mind It's actually really awesome that you're asking me this because throughout this conversation, I have always had this insecurity of not being able to articulate myself and word things that I feel sound very smart. I know the idea in my head, but me putting that into words is something that I'm still dealing with, but something that I've come a long way. It's also English is my second language. So yeah, there's just like this insecurity within myself. And that's something I've worked within myself for a long time. I remember when I started my Instagram profile and I lost that big job and I wanted Instagram to be my main focus. I, you know, was thinking about things that I needed, skills I needed to get to the level that I wanted to get to. And one of those things was this being able to actually spread my message in a way that makes sense. And Mm. so I set myself this goal of, Every single day, I'm going to do a story, sharing something, motivating someone like just every day. And I remember mm-hmm. looking at these being like some days I would just feel so insecure about, oh, my gosh, people are watching this. They're judging me for for this thing that I just said. And um, then at one point I shifted it. I was like, OK, but I need if I want to get to where I want to get to and have this skill, I need to practice. So I started seeing it. Okay, I'm just practicing. Because without practicing, I'm not going to get there. But that is an insecurity I'm still, I still feel. But that I'm really shifting currently, I feel like. Um, Mm. Speaking to someone like you who's so well-spoken and like able to use her words in such a beautiful way. Um, If we had chatted six months ago, I would sit here being like, nervous AF and today because that is something I really have worked on me feeling like I am worthy I am good enough I can also be this inspiring person who can help people um, with whatever she shares and because I've been working on that I feel more secure sitting here and chatting with you and then you know mm. small like insecurities come up and I feel it it's like no back at it like no you're good enough you can do this like you are good enough to be sitting here you are good enough to you know all the things I'm doing with my work currently and um, just like reminding myself of that and that is something I'm still working on really feeling like I'm worthy of these goals that I've set myself both with growing my podcast growing my um, My YouTube channel, my YouTube channel is like my biggest goal this year to to grow it. I feel like YouTube has been like I've shared such has played such a big role in my personal development. And that's what I'm hoping to be able to do to a wide um, audience. So really believing that I'm worthy. I'm capable. I am good enough to be listened to with the things that I share and that I'm not perfect and that's actually my my the I've realized one of my biggest strengths is that I'm willing to share that I am very imperfect
0: that Mm -hmm. I am not
1: and I think there's some beauty in seeing people who have it all together but there's also some beauty in seeing people who don't and so really like accepting myself for yeah maybe I still make mistakes while I'm speaking but that is maybe more relatable and I am worthy I am capable um enough regardless.
0: Absolutely, wow. And for what it's worth, just to feed into this new identity that you're developing here, your English, from my point of view as a native English speaker, is flawless. It's super fluent. It's super advanced. We're able to have long, deep conversations about a range of topics like I speak Spanish as a second language and often I find myself realizing that there's a whole section of vocabulary that I don't know like I went to the dentist in Spain and I'd never learned about all of the tooth vocabulary and I was trying to explain floss in Spanish to this Spanish dentist and I was like I just don't know (laughs) <laughs> I just can't say this. I just don't know where to say, you know. So, like the the depth of your English is phenomenal. Thank you. And also, what to what your to your point of it not needing to be perfect. I don't speak English perfectly. If maybe there's a insecurity that comes naturally when you're speaking a language as a second language of, have I done this word wrong? Is this the wrong way to say it? Is that grammar not perfect? Something that I've learned is that actually no one cares about that. They, your teachers mm-hmm. at school care about that. When you're in a classroom and you're taking tests in a foreign language, then it matters. But when you're actually just communicating with other human beings, unless you come across someone who's just a douchebag and who decides to be mean to you, apart from those people, no one minds, no one cares, as long as they get the gist of what you're saying. And that was a big breakthrough for me when I moved to to Spain for a year. I went from being super insecure about, trying to say the perfect thing and then realizing that as long as they generally understand what I'm saying, (laughs) you know, there's a few mistakes. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But your English is so great. And I think also the fact that 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 you're sharing that that was a fear or an insecurity of yours and then you decided that you're going to start a YouTube channel and a podcast all in that language is like, oh, you should be so proud of yourself that you. you... leapt outside your comfort zone to do something that most people wouldn't necessarily maybe have the courage to do even in their first language and you're having the courage to do it in your second language
1: thank you so much that 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 warmed my heart thank you i just want to share like to anyone who is wanting to do something and they don't feel like they are able to do it i really think just because when i was sharing that i I got reminded of the fact that i asked myself what skills would I need if I were capable of doing that thing? Because we hold right. ourselves back, we're like, oh, I I'm not like that. I don't have that skill. Like, it's not possible. And we just stop ourselves. But if we ask ourselves like, what is the skill I need? And then mm. we just see whatever it is that we're doing, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it's something completely different, that we just see that as practicing. Um yes. I think it's really useful. It is. And it's who, like practice. you said, like you said, who cares? Like yeah. we think that everyone's thinking of us, but really like no one, I mean, maybe they'll think for about you for a split second, but then they'll move on with their own life, so. Absolutely, and you know,
0: some people may have different skills, different advantages, but most people, or actually everyone that you see who's being great at something, they were crap at it once upon a time. Absolutely, And they've done yeah. it for thousands of hours, and now they're great at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And and wow. it's just useful hearing about that. I feel like that's what when I said I was listening to these motivational things all the time, which I still do. It's just so useful hearing those people who are today successful at it, how much they've been struggling and how much adversity they've gone through to get there, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. So
0: this has been amazing. I just want to ask you one more question. What would you say to the Penilla who was still a a young girl in Denmark? She hadn't achieved the things that you've achieved today. She had the doubts, the limiting beliefs, the insecurities. What would be the message that you would absolutely want her to hear?
1: You are good enough, just fricking go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I would say to her, yeah. And that what Beautiful. a great question. That's something we should all ask ourselves every day because I think the answer to that is something we still need to hear today, right? Totally, your inner child is still there. Yeah, so thank you for that. Just freaking there we go, go for it. Yeah.
0: You are good enough. Just freaking go for it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Vanilla,
0: thank you so much. So I know that my audience are going to absolutely adore your content, your podcast as well, where you've got tons of episodes on. All of this kind of stuff that we've been talking about, mindset, challenging the norm, and I adore your YouTube videos. Like, whenever I want some inspo to make YouTube videos, I watch your channel. So I'll put all of the links in the description or in the, I don't even know the the podcast language. Is it in the summary or in the footnotes or there's some kind of podcast lingo?
1: I say description, but that may even be wrong. I'm still newer to the podcasting world as well. Oh, wow in the show We're notes, of show notes, I show think. notes, oh my
0: God, <laughs> all this new language for podcasts, yeah. so yeah, I'll put all your details in the show notes, but before we go, is there any last things that you would want uh, my, my audience to know about you, like ways that they can
1: reach out, or ways that they can get extra support from you, they can check out my YouTube channel, or Instagram, TikTok, podcast, my name is Pernella Stryker, um, and that's what what I go by, on all those platforms. My podcast is called Challenger Norm and I would love to see you there. Absolutely. Amazing. Great. Thanks again, Panilla. Thank you so much for having me. Woohoo! <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay.
0: And that's a wrap.